1: It is an open forum Wednesday. Good to have you here on Listen Up. We got the Kings tonight and the Raptors. I will be on with Ryan at halftime. And then after the game a special shows, a couple of our viewers will be joining us. Looking forward to that. Also a uh, a surprise for you on the post-game show tonight as well. So hope you can tune in after the Kings and the Raptors. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was a full participant in practice today, which is pretty amazing to me with a high ankle sprain. But I think we've got to be realistic about this, this at some point on Sunday is going to affect his mobility. And that doesn't mean the chiefs won't win, but it is, you know, we'd be crazy to think that he's going to be able to play the whole game after suffering a high ankle sprain last weekend and not have any issues. He's going to have some issues. The question is how much will it limit him at the game? home against the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday. Niners and Eagles, if you want to start uh, talking about that, we can do so. Again, the Kings tonight uh, taking on the Toronto Raptors. Uh, and Anobi still listed as questionable for the uh, Toronto Raptors. Again, Ryan and I will be on at halftime, and then we'll be on after the game with uh, two of our viewers. And I'll have a surprise for you as well tonight on the postgame show. All right. Want to hear from you. It's open forum Wednesday Uh, the direction you want to go in. First of all, can I just say something about Damar Hamlin? I mean, tell me that we're not living in a society where there are actually people that think Damar Hamlin died and because of how he looked in a suite at the game on Sunday when they showed him that that really wasn't him and that they're covering up his death. Are Are we... Like what the hell's wrong with people? Seriously. Like really what's wrong with people? I mean, it's unbelievable to me. Did you not see him live? Not only alive, but live from his hospital bed talking. Okay. Did you not see the video of him in the Buffalo Bills practice facility? I mean, are we really that? Are we really going there? And this has now became like a head story where Josh Allen has to come out and say, what "The hell's wrong with you people?" He was in a locker room before the game. He was in a locker room after the game. It's just unbelievable to me. It really is. Now all of a sudden, there's a conspiracy going on with Demar Hamlin because the league's trying to cover something up. Like, think about this. What's wrong with you people? When I mean you people, I'm talking about some people. I don't mean you all on the stream right now. I'm like, what's wrong with people? Get a freaking life. I mean, it's unbelievable to me. Do I think that the uh, image of Damar Hamlin in the suite looked a little odd, considering he was inside and everything else? Yeah, I do. But I, I, I didn't sit there and go, "Oh, gee, you know what? He's really dead, and that's an imposter, and you know, that's just a Damar Hamlin double, like we have for Vladimir Putin over in Russia." or uh, Kim Jong-un in Korea, all right? Seriously. Unbelievable. You know, if you told me that about Vladimir Putin or Kim Jong-un in North Korea, I would say, yeah, I believe it. Because, you know, if you, you, you hear they have doubles, triples, quadruples, they have people that all the time. But I don't think we're doing that for Jamar Hamlin, all right? Let's put the brakes on right there. All right, again, I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon, and we will put you right on. Halftime show, post-game show, Post-game show tonight is going to be awesome. I can't wait uh, to have a couple of viewers on, and then I have a surprise for you as well on the post-game show tonight. Kings, third in the West. Not only are they third in the West, and I talked about this today on my rant, there is no excuse barring a significant injury to Fox or Sabonis not to finish in the top four in the West this year. You've got a five-game cushion in the loss column over the fifth-place Clippers. Five-game cushion. That's significant. That's a lot. It really is. Now, I'm not saying that you know, you're automatically going to be a top four seed, but I'm just saying a five-game cushion in the loss column with less than half the season remaining is pretty significant. It really is. All right, wh- wh- where do you want to go today on my open forum Wednesday? All right, which direction do you want to go? We can go wherever you want. We're wrapping up the final week of January. We have got the NFC. The AFC championship game. We've got the Kings going to be hitting the road after this game tonight, beginning with two games in Minnesota. You know, I get a lot of questions asked me about how I feel about playing six, you know, in the same city two games in a row. It doesn't bother me, but I'm not crazy about it either. And here's why I'm not crazy about it. Like, you know, if you're going to play a team back to back, you're playing the, like when Denver was here. So, you know, Denver is without Aaron Gordon. And then they're without Murray. And I don't don't like that. I, I don't like the fact if you're playing Dallas, let's say, and you have two games consecutively against Dallas, which the Kings do have coming up, and Luka Doncic is not on the floor because let's say he sprained his ankle or let's say he's in COVID protocol or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, I don't like that. I I think that that becomes a schedule that is really, uh, you could say, unfair to a degree if, you know, you end up playing Dallas back-to-back without Luka Doncic. And then the next week, you know, Dallas is playing in the same situation against pick any team, you know, the Clippers. And Luka's on the floor. You know that—that's the only thing I'm not crazy about. I mean, I don't lose sleep over it. You play at 82, 41 at home, 41 on the road, but for the most part, that's my only issue with it. All right, which way do you want to go today? Get us rolling. Who's going to be our leadoff man? I need a leadoff man here on this open forum Wednesday. If you want to talk Kings, you want to talk NFL, you want to talk about anything else, uh, we can do it. All right, Ryan in Sacktown is going to lead us off. Hello, Ryan.
3: Hey, what's up, Grant?
1: I am absolutely. Looking forward to go on the postgame tonight with Amir and Christopher. That's what's up.
3: Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be a blast. We're going to have a fun, fun time. Um, whatever your surprise is, I'm sure it's good. Um, hey, I want to chime in on one thing and then have a little bit of fun. First one is Demar Hamlet. You do have to say, and I'm with you, like there's not a double, but the circumstances around everything has been kind of odd. He's been the mysterious guy. He's not really been on camera yet. There was a video in the tunnel where they jetted him up in a uh, little cart and he was all covered up and they got him in the locker room really quick. Like, I I don't understand what the mystery is.
1: I I don't know. But I mean, you know, the pictures from the hospital bed were uh, pretty evident to me about what's going on. I mean, but do we really think the guy's dead? There are people that are actually on the Internet thinking conspiracy theory. Thinking that he's actually dead. I mean, don't you think that's a little extreme?
3: Yeah, I'm thinking people have too much time on their hands. For sure. Yeah,
1: thank you. So, right, exactly.
3: But it is a little bit weird, for sure. I mean, if he wants his privacy, I get that. Um, but they're they're not doing anything to help that either. But should yep. he have to respond to that? Probably not. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Uh, I think uh,
1: he, I think he did respond to that today. Actually, I think he did, oh, did put he? out a tweet on that. Yeah, he did. So, okay. yep, gotcha.
3: Well, um, it's been a while since we've uh, had some open forum Wednesday fun. And uh, since John Uh and I love food and we love to cook and I like to eat out Uh for sure. Yeah. I want to uh, know Nate's top five restaurants in Sacramento and uh, we can knock number one off the list because we know it's Bennett's and I'll go with you on that one. But uh, what's uh, two through five? That's a great
1: question. Um, wow, well, I would say Land Ocean uh, in Folsom, and they're also at uh, the Galleria. Um, I think Land Ocean is really good, so I've gone there. I would put that in my top five. The Sacramento we even have five good restaurants. Oh
3: yeah, oh yeah. Absolutely.
1: Okay, all right. I'm just, just I'm just asking. All right, I would <laughs> put Land Ocean. Uh, I would put Siena in El Dorado Hills because that's where I lived. So I would put Sienna up on there. They're also owned by the same owner of Land Ocean. So those are two. Uh, I got to include Morton's downtown because when I want, you know, a really fine dining experience with knowing exactly what I'm going to get with no mystery, I would put Morton's on there. That's four. And let's see, four a fifth. Mm, Four number five. I'd probably put McCoonie on there.
3: Okay. Solid five. Solid five.
1: All right. There you go. All
3: right, Perfect. All right. We'll see if anybody else has some fun stuff today.
1: All right. You didn't ask me about, you know, you don't care about my favorite food items or anything like that. Just the restaurants, right?
3: Nope. Just the restaurants. I I do have to, I got to add on to your list and give honorary mention to Camden spit and larder.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there. Very good. They are pretty good. So,
3: all right, buddy, have a good good. one. See you tonight.
1: All right. Thank you. And by the way, if uh, any restaurateurs are listening and I didn't pick you out, uh, forgive me, I'm doing this off the top of my head, but there are, there are others that I've go to obviously, but you know, those are some of my favorites. I enjoy going to some simple places for lunch that I've really enjoyed in the Sacramento area. So, you know, got to think about it all right let's get to al al welcome to the program how are you today al
4: brant we didn't land on the moon nope. it was fake nope and the earth is the okay, earth is baby. flat
1: hey you know what there are a lot of there, there there are a lot of people out there that for whatever reason believe what they believe and i'm not going to try to yeah. change their mind if they want to act like stupid people
4: you don't want to even go near anybody who has this kind of mentality because what they're doing is they're just, they're, ugh, I can't even cut, but I just had a question. I just had a comment. I'm thinking a lot about, uh, you know, we've been talking about Steve Kerr arresting guys and you no know, Greg Popovich kind of started. It. And, and I know it's very disappointing for a young fan who, you know, I, I've experienced that. I wanted to see him beat and Harden last Saturday. And I'd never seen them in a in a game, and so. But I'm 64, so I can live with sports disappointments. But you know, I'm a young kid. But at the same time, these coaches, uh, I guess their, their commitment is to to get their team a championship. You know, Pop got five, and Kerr got four. So what? Where's the answer to this? I mean, do you really think the well, league can ever? Five.
1: Pop Pop got five and Kerr got four because they had the best players in the league. That's why they got five and four respectively. Okay, because Pop had Tim Duncan, and he had Mono Ginobili, right. and he had Tony Parker, and right. Kerr got four because he had basically Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and whomever else you want to add. That's why those guys have championships. Okay, so I mean, I think we also have to acknowledge that the reason why they have championships is they also had the best players in the league.
4: So, so it just as far as the league can they do it's a league any way the league can say okay you can arrest a guy but no more than one starter do you think that would ever come to fruition i just don't see they're that gonna have happening. to do something they're gonna
1: have to do something now uh, this is a really bad trend for the league it's really bad
4: yeah it answers, is right yeah i don't i don't know and i just as far as <clears throat> as far as uh, i just wanted to uh, ask you what you think of the niner philly game how do you size it up you think uh you think the Eagles would get after Purdy and, and I guess i I do. How do you look at it? I do. I think it's going to be a
1: very low scoring game. Uh, I think it's going to be just like the Dallas game. It's going to be a slugfest and it's going to be a game of mistakes. You know, just like when, you know, uh, McCorders fumbled the punt. Well, it didn't cost them the game, but I could see that being the situation in Philadelphia or San Francisco. These are the two best teams in the conference. These are yeah. two teams with excellent defenses with good offenses and to me, the team that makes the fewest mistakes is going to win. The team that has the best turnover margin is going to win. This is going to be a game that's going to be won based on a mistake by the other team. I really believe that.
5: Yeah, I do
4: too, man. Just don't beat yourself. I mean, if Dallas doesn't yep. if, if Prescott doesn't have the two picks, I really think Dallas Dallas pulls that wins that game. So anyway, thanks for taking my call. I was just double Thank you, thinking about the whole Resting the guys and if the league has any options, I don't know what it is, but anyway. Yep. You have a good night, man. Take care. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. All right, we move on. Let's get to uh, Rich right here
1: on Listen Up. Hey, Rich. Hey Grant, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, bud.
6: Good, good. Hey, it made me feel good last last week, and I when we talked about the King, uh, the uh, keys to the game. I said, you know, the the bench has to step up, and sure
1: enough, they did, man. So. Yep. Uh, um, yeah, um, but you know I'm, what, Rich? Rich, we're, we're yeah. talking about Memphis that didn't. That Memphis was waved the white flag in that game. I I, I really yeah. don't even. I don't even acknowledge anything that happened in that game. I really don't. Yeah. To me, that yeah. was like a scrimmage. That's what that was. Yeah. yeah.
6: Well, you know, but but nonetheless, though, you know, the guys did step up and they hit their shots and they played good basketball. Bottom line, you know.
1: Yes, they did. So, yes, they did. You know, and and they Memphis did play well.
6: Has, has been a good team even without Durant. Yeah, I mean, not Durant, but uh, Morant. You know, the, <laughs>
1: yeah, like but they the, didn't have their, They didn't have the guy. Morant. They didn't have the biggest yeah. mismatch on the floor. And again, he was—he's yeah. legitimately hurt. They didn't rest Adams. He was legitimately hurt. He got yeah. hurt the night yeah. before yeah. in the Phoenix game. Stephen Adams would have destroyed Sacramento mm-hmm. down low. He always does. But hey, it no, is what it no. is. It's part of the no. schedule. But I, 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 I Rich, Rich, I yeah. just don't. I almost, I almost, like. I don't really put too much stock into what happened in that game.
6: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's
6: all good. Hey, let's turn the let's 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 take a left and we were talking about food in Sacramento, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course I don't know if you remember, but I did open up Chevy's back in eighty eight. Uh, yes. You know, uh, on the river. Yes. And, and I used and to go there quite often. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I I know you never and I, and I believe they're still there. You know, last time I was in the were there. Uh, but they I are. haven't been there in quite some time. But uh, you know, they did have, you know, the most awesome chips and salsa, right? Yes, they did. The best. You know, with those nice light, the chips best plus the, the fresh tortillas coming off the grill, you know, which you know, those were the pain in the ass because those things would break down all the time and I'd have to get out in there and fix them and stuff. But uh oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fresh Mex, baby. Fresh Mex. Yep. But uh no cans kitchen. But the other the other place that I remember in Sacramento that I I, I really and I and I wanna say it was on Fair Oaks uh just up up from how was it Banderas? Paragaris? No, 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 no. Zinfandel no. Grill. Nope, nope, nope. I wanna say Banderas.
1: Oh yeah, well Banderas, Banderas isn't there anymore. That's where okay, the new Bennett's yeah. location is. Yeah. Yeah, Banderas they, was very good. Banderas they, was very good, the ribs, the you know, and yeah, everything. But, no, Banderas, no, but it's not there, there, there anymore.
6: But they had that jalapeno cornbread that was served in a skillet, yep. and that yeah, was, was great to die for. Yeah, oh it was my God. Yep. So those, yeah, not those are not there anymore. Two things, yep.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Anyway,
6: all right, all right, buddy. <laughs> anyway. See ya. Take care. All right, take care. Yeah,
1: Banderas is now where uh, Bennett's is the Bennett's new restaurant there on the corner of uh, How and uh, Fair Oaks. I used to live at the River because I used to live in the Thomas, and when I was you know in my twenties and late twenties. I mean, I used to be down at crawdads all the time. That was the place to hang out on the, on S- Sundays on crawdads was great. I used to love the Sundays down there. And they used to have a band out there on Sunday afternoons and all the boat activity. And everything. I used to love going to crawdads I used to hang out at crawdads all the time. And then Chevy's uh, as well. Speaking about Chevy's rich, I was actually there a little more than a, a year ago uh, with the, the family when I was in town. So Yeah, that was... I I love Chevy's on the river. Still there. Still there. Chevy's on the river. All right. Uh, Hit me up. If you want to hit your hand icon, I'll put you right up, and you can join me here. And what I mean that about Sacramento, I mean, Sacramento, I don't really... You know, Randy Peragary, the late Randy Peragary, you know, I think he was the best restaurateur uh, in Sacramento. You know, Fats is obviously an institution in Sacramento, but those are some of them. But, you know, Randy Peregrini was, I mean, I I don't even know what the restaurant scene would have been like in Sacramento without Randy. He was innovative. um, He had restaurants everywhere and was huge for that aspect of dining uh, in Sacramento. My biggest issue with Sacramento is I think the downtown is just a dump right now. Yeah, you know, I really do. You no, know, Other than Doco, where else are you going to go? Seriously, where else are you going to go? And I do like some of the restaurants down in Doco. You know, I really do. Um, and I, you know, when I'm in town, that's pretty much where I'm going. But that whole downtown Sacramento, man, it's awful. All right, let's get to uh, Connor. Connor, how you doing today?
3: Doing good, Grant. How are you?
1: I'm good, buddy. What's up?
3: So I had a little open forum Wednesday question for you. Yes. So in all your years, broadcasting and traveling around the league and stuff, what are your top five fan bases in the NBA?
1: Uh, Utah is in my top five. Portland's in my top five. New York's in my top five. Chicago. And I'm going to say Dallas. Those are my top five. And I'm doing this real quickly. Well, you know what? I take that back. I got to put the Warriors in there. The Warriors fans have always been there. So I would have to put the Warriors. So I'll, t- I'll substitute the Warriors. I'll put the Warriors in and um, I'll take out Dallas. I'll, and that's tough to do, but I'll put the Warriors. The Warriors have a top five fan base. So Warriors, Jazz, Knicks. Bulls, there you have it. Those are that's where I'd go.
4: Is that based? And obviously, like...
1: I'm not including Sacramento, which is a given. Uh, we're not including Sacramento, right? I mean, obviously, Sacramento without any ifs, ands, or buts about it's top five. So I'm not. I didn't include Sacramento in that. If we're going to include Sacramento, it's Sacramento 100. percent Okay, uh, the Warriors, Chicago, uh, New York, and you know, I mean, Portland is really, really good, but. You know, and and I would all say in in all fairness to Chicago, they that sticks out to me because of the Jordan era, and the venue was great, but there were years we'd go in there where the Bulls were not very good and the place would be half empty. So maybe I shouldn't include them, but it's so fresh in my mind uh, because every time I think of Chicago, I think about Michael Jordan and there was nothing that was the greatest atmosphere in the league when I was doing the games where Michael Jordan was playing. That was my favorite game every year other than madison square garden was being in chicago when michael jordan was playing there was nothing like it anywhere in the league
5: yeah in terms of like judging
3: fan bases i mean do you take what do you take into consideration like how they travel on the road and how loud they are and how loyal they are i don't i
1: don't i don't take into account anything to do with anything other than their venue in the city uh consistency showing up year after year uh passion excitement uh, loudness, volume. I take into account that Utah was a brutal place to play. And so they always, you know, for the most part, had rabid, crazy fan bases. So I take that into account. I don't, I don't even think about, do they travel? Do they think it's just their venue? What's it like every time you go there? And then some of the worst, you know, Miami's a, among the worst. Memphis is among, well, New Orleans is the worst. New Orleans is clearly the worst. There's not even a close second. New Orleans is the worst fan base in all of the NBA. Oh, Memphis is bad. Miami's bad. Um, there are a couple of, uh, Atlanta's always been terrible. Atlanta's top five worst fan bases in the league No, every year, even when they were good. The Atlanta fan base, to me, I would put New Orleans 30th and I would put Atlanta 29th if, you were, if I had to rank them. That's how I would rank them. 30 and 29 would be New Orleans and Atlanta. Both terrible, awful.
3: It's pretty interesting. I mean, if I know you obviously didn't announce games for football, but I mean, could you do the same thing for the NFL?
1: I couldn't because I haven't been to all, all the venues. So I wouldn't be fair uh, for me to do that. I couldn't, I I would only want to do it based on my own personal experience. And I haven't been to all the stadiums in the NFL. So I have, I would, Seattle would clearly be in my top five. I did go to a regular season game there. I also announced games there, but that's different, but being a fan there, I went to a Giants Seahawks game, uh, one time, and so that was an incredible experience. That would be top five. But again, I haven't been to enough of the stadiums to say yeah, the fan base is clearly one of the top five. Couldn't do it. I mean, I would to say just off the top of my head, Kansas City would be in the top five. I don't think there's any question about that. But it'd be very difficult to do.
3: Yeah, that's fair. That's all I got today. Hopefully, the Kings can get a win tonight.
1: See you, bud. Bye-bye. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years. Complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, thinking of starting therapy give better help a try it's online it's easy convenient flexible and it's suited to your schedule all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist switch therapist anytime for no additional charge get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelp.com grant today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help
3: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Speaking of the Kings, uh, I'll be on at halftime with Ryan and then post game show. We'll have both Amir and Christopher really looking forward to that post game show. We're joined by some Sacramento Kings fans uh, tonight. Hockey, you know, I haven't been to all the hockey venues, but I think it would be difficult to beat Madison Square Garden. Uh, Toronto sells out every game, but they're one of the the quietest fan bases that I've ever seen. The Maple Leafs, Chicago was always great when I was at a Blackhawks game. Philadelphia, the Flyer fans are great. Vegas is great, you know. But again, I haven't been to all the arenas, so I I can't. I like to do it based on experience. You know, I've obviously been to every NBA arena countless number of times. New Orleans is. It's not even close. New Orleans is in a class by themselves. Well, I shouldn't say not close. Atlanta's pretty bad, too. Those are the two right there. They're, without question to me, 30 and 29. New Orleans, 30th worst. All right. Or worse. I mean, I mean they are they're 30 on the list. If you put Sacramento at number one or Golden State at number one, then New Orleans is 30. Atlanta is 29. I'm trying to think who I would put at... 28. Again, I'm doing this off the uh, probably Orlando, uh, but o- Orlando's got a spectacular arena. I'd probably put Miami in there. I would put. Let's see here. Uh, it's. it's it, you know, I can't do anyone in the West. I mean, you wouldn't put Portland in there. You wouldn't put. The LA teams, you wouldn't put the Warriors in there. You're not going to put Sacramento in there. You know, Phoenix has not been that good lately. You know, I got to tell you, Phoenix has been, but I can't put Phoenix in there. Uh, I'm trying to think Midwest. Pacers has been pretty bad. You know, I don't know how they are now, but they they were pretty bad when you went there. So I would put the Pacers among the worst. Mm. Minnesota was pretty bad for. Quite a while, I would put them in there. You know, between the Garnett era and where they are now, pretty bad. Those are some that, you know, stick out to me. Oh, Detroit's bad. You know, they weren't bad during the bad boy era at the Palace, but, you know, for the most part, bad. So those are some. Those are some. All right, hit me up. What do you want to talk about today? Raise your hand, uh, and I will put you right on. And we will do it. All right. Let's get to Trent. Trent, welcome to the program. How are you today?
7: I'm doing great. Good afternoon, Grant. Um, I'm uh, thinking about the uh, the golf that's going to be played this weekend down in La Jolla, down in San Diego area. And I noticed that uh, CBS chose, or actually the PGA Tour chose, to have their final round on Saturday which allows Jim Nance to fly from La Jolla to Kansas city to announce the game the next day. So I think that's cool to be able to watch the final round of that tournament and then watch the game the next day.
1: That's pretty uh, remarkable actually.
7: Yeah. You think he'll be, uh, you think he'll be tired or you think he'll be ready to go no. for that? It's
1: a, why, why is he going to be tired? Explain. Well, how could he possibly be tired? Help me out with that. How's he going to be I tired? Don't know.
7: I don't know. I'm just, I'm just messing around. So he's going to get, he's
1: going to get, he's going to get on a private jet. Right. Okay he's going to fly three and a half hours in a private jet to Kansas City. You know, it's funny you bring that up because I'm going to do a whole <laughs> podcast. No, 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 I'm saying this. Like, okay. I, I, people have been making a big deal about Kirk Street schedule this year. Let me explain something to people. Announcing two games a week is not hard, okay? It, it's not hard, all right? Doing two brain surgeries a week to me would be hard. Um, you know, going out and, you know, working 12 hours a day uh, in a, uh, a blue-collar job, hard labor would be hard. Announcing two football games a week is not hard. All right, if you want to ever follow a challenging schedule, go follow Kenny Albert around in the week. Kenny Albert does oh, – yeah. the, he's the radio announcer for the, for the Rangers. He's a backup announcer for the Knicks. He does the NFL on Fox. He does hockey on TNT. Go follow him around for a week. Now, that's challenging. Kirk Curb Street doing a college an NFL game on a Thursday and a college game on a Saturday is not hard, boys and girls. It's not hard at all.
8: Cool,
7: man. Well, hey, um, just another thought about the golf. I'm looking forward to yep. the PGA tour starting up, but I'm not looking forward to the uh the soap opera story that is the live golf tour, and I'm not looking forward to that. Yep. So Anyway, um, have a great game tonight, Grant, Thank you. and have a great uh, halftime show. I'm really appreciating that because I can actually get a up to date uh, on the game yeah. before I have to before I have to turn in for the night. But I, I like how it's nice and short and sweet, and so it's uh, it's nice Thank to you. listen to. All right, guys, Thank thanks you, a lot.
1: Thank you. Take care, buddy. Bye, bye. Now, too. appreciate Bye-bye. your phone call. All right, let's get to uh, Jeff right here on Listen Up. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Grant. How you doing? I'm well. How are you?
5: Good. How's the weather in Miami? <laughs> you know, it's uh, snowing and
1: 25.
5: <laughs> anyways, I should have asked you if weather was going to play into the game, but instead of you how it was. But anyway, I looked it up. It's like in the 40s. So uh, Yeah, it's going to be nice. Or... Any, yep. Anyways, what I caught something today on ESPN, and I don't know if you fought or caught it. What's going on with Patrick Reed or somebody threw their tea at. Patrick
1: Reed went over to Rory McIlroy. You know, also Patrick Reed served uh, Rory McIlroy with a lawsuit on Christmas Eve. Uh, You know, there's been no love lost between the two. And Rory's like, you know, don't come over here and try to be buddy, buddy with me. There's no buddy, buddy here. And Rory blew him off. And I guess, you know, that didn't go over well with Patrick Reed. It wasn't that big of a deal. You know, they're making it much bigger than it is. But oh. there's video of Patrick Reed walking up to Roy McIlroy on the range and Rory basically blowing him off.
5: Oh, I see. Okay. Well, what's it, what, what, what did he serve him about, you know?
1: It had to do know. with the PGA Tour and the Live Tour and all oh, that okay. stuff. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I
5: see. Big soap opera stuff. Okay, I get yep. you. All right. Well, that's all I had. Go Kings. Look forward to listening to you tonight. I heard your show with Jerry today. And boy, Jerry... He's a hard grader. He gave the Kings a B.
1: Yeah, he is a hard grader. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. uh, You know, and again, there's all the cheating allegations going on with Patrick Reed. And it's just, it's a mess. But Rory, it's like, get away from me. You know, you're going to get, you're going to serve me with a lawsuit on Christmas Eve. Now you're going to come over here and be buddy, buddy. Good for Rory. You know, good for Rory. All right. Hey, if you want to get in on the program, uh, don't forget, uh, you just got to hit your hand icon and I'll put you right on stage with me. Halftime tonight, Kings and the Raptors, and then a very special post-game show, Amir and Christopher, who donated quite a bit of money on the Super Chat. They will be with us. And I also have a surprise for you on the post-game show tonight as well. So we're gonna. Have this this may be this may be an all timer tonight on the post game show with Ryan and Sacktown and Yours Truly. Looking forward to it. All right, let's say hello to uh, Left Terrace. Hello, Left Terrace. How are you?
8: Good. How about you, Graham?
1: I'm good. Me? Thank you very much.
8: Hi. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm very concerned about the Niners next Sunday game. Um. You know they're playing against the number two defense in the league. Uh, if the Cowboys gave them so many problems, I think you guys talked about it yesterday. Um, I can't imagine what's going to happen on Sunday. Um, not only that, they shut down, except for a few occasions, they shut down the running game as well. So I'm really nervous for the Niners, for what's going to happen next Sunday. Um, we see how the, the rookie quarterback will react, especially to the crowd noise. I know he was exposed already when he played at Seattle, but this is going to be, I think, a lot worse than uh, Seattle. Uh, So what do you think about this?
1: I think that these are very similar teams. Their defenses are very similar. Uh, I do agree with you about the Philadelphia defense. I mean, it is the real deal. They are going to get after Purdy and it's going to be a game of mistakes. And you know, I'm going to give you my pick coming up on Friday. But when you get to this point at the NFC championship game, you're supposed to be playing against a really, really good team. And Philadelphia knows they're playing against a really good team. And San Francisco knows they're playing against a really good team. These teams are almost, and I say almost, mirror images of one another uh, from a defensive perspective. They really are. I love Jalen Hurts. Uh, I love everything about his game. And I believe as good as Brock Purdy has played, I'm giving the edge of the quarterback in this game to Jalen Hurts. And the team that makes the fewest mistakes is going to win this game. This is going to be one heck of a game on Sunday.
8: Yeah, that's correct. And like you said before, um, I agree that it's going to be very low scoring game. And also, another thing to be concerned, I hope will be 100% like Michelle and uh, um, I think they running back. Uh, they didn't practice the last couple of days. So yes. Uh, hopefully they'll be 100% by Sunday. Uh hope so.
1: If not, they're in trouble.
8: Yeah. Um, I just want, I want to finish this call by saying thank you for everything you do. Uh, because your show is kind of unique. Because uh, it's not a show you can hear about census. Or you can hear about uh, somebody calling in for <laughs> advice for relationships, daily advice, or maybe uh, a <laughs> men's function um, fashion. Yesterday you talked about uh, fashion, how you dressed up and yeah. uh, also how to uh, advise people how to do a Google search. There you go. Well, thank you. For having you do.
1: <laughs> thank you. Love Terrace. I appreciate you. Take care. Bye-bye.
8: Bye-bye.
1: Yeah, especially on open forum Wednesday, you know, restaurants, crowd, you know, who's got the best crowds. You know, I always, again, in, Football, is tough to say. I haven't been to every venue. Basketball, I've been to every venue. You know who else has a great fan base? Toronto. I forgot to mention the Raptors. Their fan base is excellent. They have one of the best best fan bases in the league. And you know what's interesting about that is the Toronto Maple Leafs have, to me, and again, the the Maple Leafs sell out every game. Matter of fact, they, they make the most money of any team in the National Hockey League per their gate. No one makes more money in the National Hockey League than the Maple Leafs. Their fan base is the quietest, subdued fan base I've ever heard in my life. It's unbelievable. Yet the Raptors is completely different. The fan base for the Raptors is loud. They're into it. Uh, They're great. The Raptors fans are great. The Leafs fans sit on their hands. I mean, it's a dead environment when you go to a Leafs game. And I've been to many Leafs games, many. And it's interesting that you would think it would just be the opposite. Toronto, Canada, right? Hockey Hall of Fame. Hockey, hockey, hockey. If you go to Toronto and you turn the TV on, and I really mean this, you go to the hotel, you turn the TV on, there's hockey all over the place. There's minor league hockey. There's college hockey. There's the NHL games. It's it's everywhere. I mean, it's unbelievable. It really is. But the fans, you go to a Leafs game, sold out, every game is full, and it is the quietest damn building you'd ever imagine and then if you go to a raptors game it's just the opposite so i i probably was remiss in not putting the raptors fan base in my top five if they're not five they're six they're really good they're really good all right let's get to uh, jerry hello jerry
0: hey brian how are you sir good thank you hey grant just a couple things rand uh, do you think if the San Francisco was at home, you think they would be favored and would you still pick Jalen over Brock pretty if they're playing home?
1: I would, I think Jalen hurts is a better overall quarterback. So I would pick him. Uh, I also have a better sample size with Jalen hurts based on his entire career, both with college and the NFL. I mean, the guy's just a winner. I mean, he really is, uh, You know, no, if the game were in San Francisco, I'd probably make the Niners a favorite by a point. To me, Jerry, this is a toss up game, and I'm giving the advantage to the home team. So it's a very good, very good question. I would favor the Eagles in Philly, and I'd favor San Francisco in San Francisco. To me, this is a toss up game.
0: Grant, do you think it'll come down to the first team that makes a mistake?
1: I don't know about the first team, but it's going to be the last team that makes, I mean, the, the team that makes the worst, the last mistake is probably going to lose. But, you know, that is going to be, I'm talking about just even the little things. You know, you cannot miss a field goal in this game, right? Uh, you can't drop a pass. You can't fumble a punt. You know, you, you all these things, that, that that's how fun, this is going to be a very fine line game. No doubt about it in my mind.
0: Grant, I was going to ask you about the weather, but um, I'll Google that myself, okay?
1: <laughs> <And> they, <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. Take care, <laughs> buddy.
0: Think, hold on, Grant. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, you were saying this morning that uh, the Kings are starting to put a little bit of distance between themselves. Do, Grant, don't you yep. think those games that they lost, that they should have won? I mean, think about it. They could have been maybe the number two seed right now. And yep. with a four, with a five, six, seven game lead. Yeah. All right. yeah,
1: but you can't do anything about the games you play, Jerry. You can only do things about the games that are remaining on your schedule. And there's probably every team in the league can look at, you know, a few games and go, gee, can you believe we lost that? Like, you know, Grant. Boston losing to Oklahoma City where they allowed 150 points. You know, I mean, like there, there are games like that. So, but they, third is pretty damn good, Jerry.
0: Grant, can you give us a little hint what the surprise is tonight?
1: No. Okay. I cannot, my friend.
0: Okay, Grant. All right, Grant, thank you.
2: In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Okay. Bye bye. Yeah, we do
1: have a surprise for you tonight on the post game show. In addition to Amir and Christopher and Ryan, looking forward to it. That is going to be a lot of fun on the Kings post game show tonight. And again, I really want to say thank you to all of you that you know, whether you're listening on Periscope or watching on Periscope or you're on YouTube or Facebook, you know, the other night, you know, we had, uh, you know, 10,000 people all together on the three streams. So I greatly appreciate that. I think tonight we're even going to do a lot better. So I'm excited about that. I really am. All right, let's get to uh, John. John, good to hear from you, buddy. Hey, Grant, how's it going? I'm good, buddy. What's happening?
2: Man, I'm wondering. You've been talking about the disparity between the uh, Toronto fans. Why is it such a huge difference? Do you have Do you have any clue? It seems like most cities you go to with with multiple sports, it seems like it's not so far off. It seems like they root yep. evenly. Why is it? And I've noticed it on TV. I've I don't know. These games and said, "What the hell?" It's, there's a lot of people, but they're all. <laughs> Music. The Leafs, the, you, you, the Leafs
1: fans fill a building every night. Every single night, it is packed to the gills, and it is the quietest atmosphere for hockey. Never, i never—I can't recall being at a hockey game where the crowd is so quiet. It's just—it's amazing to me. It really is. It's amazing to me.
2: And the difference between uh, the Toronto Raptors, it is. Loud as hell from minute one to the final minute in there. It yeah, I don't get it. it. I don't it, understand. It I don't understand. Either. Yeah, there's got to be a reason. Or the hockey fans don't like basketball, or are they too nervous? Or I just don't know. I've I've always wondered that, and that was that was cool that yeah. I brought that up. Yep, that was cool. Hey, every restaurant you named, freaking awesome too. There's a restaurant that used to be an Italian restaurant that used to be in Granite Bay, on the corner of Douglas and Auburn Folsom can you recall yep. that it, Italian no. place it's, man i just can't for the life of me remember what the heck that thing was called but that place was delicious and if i remember huh? if i remember what it is i'll let you know and i think they're still around, there's still a there's another
1: really good there's another good italian restaurant i used to go to in Folsom quite often called viscontes and oh, Viscontes God, so, was re- really, really good. I love Viscontes. They're still there. They change locations, but Viscontes is really good Italian food. But I can't remember the place that you're talking about.
2: Yeah, Viscontes. That place is delicious too. Uh, yes. Man, if yep. you remember what that place is called? I'll try and uh. I don't. Yep. I think they've been closed down for five or six years, maybe a little more than that. I don't know. Sorry, uh, I can't I, help you, buddy. food I, 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 anyway. So, all right, Grant. That's all I had. All I right. just wanted to yeah, take care, thank buddy everything all you do and thanks for everyone and i can't wait to see the surprise tonight i have a feeling i might know but i'm not going to say it out loud thank you buddy take care all right have a great one all right let's get to brian
1: right here on listen at hey brian how are you brian you there all right i can't hear brian so i'll put him back in the audience yeah, again, halftime tonight. Ryan and I will be on for the Kings and the Raptors, and then we'll be on after the game with a couple of our viewers, Amir and Christopher, and a surprise uh, as well as that on the post-game show. It's all coming up for you over on my YouTube channel if you don't like that. Hey, great having you on board here on uh, Listen App today. Make it a good rest of the Wednesday. Enjoy the Kings game tonight, and I'll be back tomorrow at 4 o'clock. So long, everybody.